0: want to be happy, we have a need not just to live but to thrive, at the most basic level we need food
1: and water for sustenance and shelter from the elements, and even
0: though it may not seem like it when you watch television, we all really do want peace in our lives, we want a sense of purpose and belonging, to put it simply, we each want to feel satisfied with who we are. And what we had, and what we have. We all want
1: a good life.
0: ready for the end of the world, listen to your community spirit, the show about caring, <laughs> sharing, preparing <laughs> for the changes in the world as we know it. Um, it is fall.
1: Yes, fall is falling.
0: <laughs> um, I actually worked on Tuesday and it was a record 93 degrees. Mm-hmm. Then I drove up to Chicago after working all week. Uh, yesterday I drove up for a Union of Concerned Scientists conference, or not a conference. It was a roundtable of 26 people huh. um, from three sectors, renewable energy or energy professionals, energy solutions, <laughs> um, people from the business sector like Chamber of Commerce, and otherwise scientists or academia. Yeah. And... um And then uh, there was, I just forgot his name, uh, Associate Director of the uh, Illinois EPA was there. Ah. And the purpose of the Union Concerned Scientists Roundtable was to come up with ways for small or medium-sized businesses to alleviate global warming. Hmm. And it was pretty hard to come up with ways... Um, they're starting a new campaign to try to get businesses to do things to make global warming not happen. Yeah. Um, it is a proven f- scientific fact that global warming is caused by higher carbon. What is it? CO2. I forgot what it is. <laughs> carbon monoxide.
1: Yeah, carbon dioxide. Car-
0: <laughs> I always mix them up. Carbon dioxide. <laughs> you in can the tell
1: atmosphere. the two is di- is die instead of mono.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: and. Um, In the Midwest, the number one cause of carbon dioxide emissions is burning coal. Okay. I thought
1: it was burping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or driving a car. So the two ways to alleviate is we burn coal to make electricity. So if you use less electricity or drive less or use an alternative fuel vehicle, you are helping global (laughs) warming. Yeah. And both of those things use less electricity or drive less saves money so it was this whole process of trying to come up with um a presentation to go to small businesses to and small means less than 500 employees
1: <laughs> yes that's
0: the definition in the US <laughs> yeah and 99.6% of businesses are small
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> by that definition anyway so um
0: Let's go to happenings.
1: Yes, happenings. We got so many happenings this week because everyone sent us
0: stuff. And um, one of the main happenings is it is the fall membership drive. Yes, the fall membership drive. And I've been in St. Louis, and they are also conducting the fall membership drive for their radio station. Mm -hmm. But their levels are so much more expensive. (laughs) They have the $88 level, which is basic membership. (laughs) You can give less, but that's their basic membership. Yeah. And then they have the $365 level, which is a dollar a day. Woo! (laughs) But um, they don't have what we have here.
1: Yeah. $10. Yeah, here in Southern Illinois, you're getting quite the bargain. You know, WDBX, you know, we've got the $10 membership level for, you know, students and such. And, like, then there are additional gradations. Do we happen to have the sheet in front of us? (laughs) It's right here. Yes. Students, $10. Open to anyone. And you get a bumper sticker for that. And Household, 25 You get the sticker, too. And Patron is $100. You get the WDBX Windbreaker and a sticker. And then Supreme is $250. You get the Windbreaker and two tickets to the DBX Ball and the sticker.
0: Well, I mean, just at the $10 level, DBX has a, at least two parties a year. Yeah. Okay? At a local bar and they usually cost four or five dollars to get in. So just for that membership level, you get in free as a member of yeah. WDBX parties. <laughs> so just for that, and I have two stickers for someone who pledges for our show. I have the Picky Eaters Garden and I'm for Solar Energy and I vote. Yes. <laughs> so those are two and I was trying to dig out the Homeland Security, uh, Renewable Energy is Homeland Security, and I have some of those. So if you really bug me, I will find <laughs> one of those. Yes. If you go for the larger levels, ideally a higher level, I have a solar clip fan. It clips on the brim of your hat. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the end of the summer, but during the summer, these things work really well.
1: Yeah. Because when the sun's shining, it shines on the head, and so the fan runs.
0: Exactly.
1: That's when you need the cooling. <laughs>
0: exactly. So,
1: So yeah, so if you want to make a pledge, the phone number is 457-3691. That's 457-FM-91.
0: Happenings. I was yes. going to go to the news. <laughs> news, What happenings. There is so much stuff in the news.
1: Yes. So. so many happenings and so much news. Let's hope we can get through it all. <laughs> so uh, we can start with tonight. Tonight at the Big Muddy IMC, uh, you may be expecting a film Friday, but we're throwing you for a loop here. It's Cycles of Uprising, a tour coming to the Big Muddy IMC. That's tonight, the Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington. Cycles of Uprising is an interactive bicycle village, folk music show, circus, dance party, and adventure (laughs) that celebrates historic and future uprisings for personal empowerment, social liberation, and environmental health. So, radical folk musicians Thistle, Shannon Murray, and Adam Rowland will be accompanied by three traveling companions that will be spinning records, dancing fire, and puppeteering to round out this amazing spectacle on wheels. And they're going from St. Louis to New Orleans, and this is a stop along their way. They're going entirely on bicycles. So, you, that's once again. That's uh, that's tonight at seven. 7 p.m. at the Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington in Carbondale.
0: And it looks like this weekend is the Southern Illinois Renaissance Fair. Yay! Rogue's Rendezvous. <laughs> it has a theme, huh? Yeah. Uh, John A. Logan Museum in Murfreesboro. Admission to the fair is free for children and adults. W- w- what, uh, <laughs> who is it not free to? <laughs> uh, ac-
1: actual people from the Renaissance <laughs> who have you know travel through time <laughs>
0: <laughs> um for more information there's a lot of stuff here yeah i mean there are ch- s- lots of children activities including storytelling sing-alongs, live demonstration classic children's game most activities are appropriate for children aged 2 and up
1: yes <laughs> it's like, hmm. so your your 1 year old will probably not be able to participate in the pirate games I was thinking
0: of more of older <laughs> children like you know 50 yeah <laughs> For more information, you can contact Graylight Theater at 618-521-5543.
1: Yes, and I also, I don't think I put it on there, but they have a website, sirenfair.org. So, let's see. In other happenings, uh, also coming up uh, soon, there's the, let's see. Oh, there's so many happenings to pick from. Which do I go? I'll go with the Shawnee Trash Bash. Celebrate the beauty of the Shawnee National Forest, a volunteer opportunity to help clean up some of our favorite places in the forest. And this is Columbus Day Weekend is upon us, or or Indigenous Peoples Day Weekend. (laughs) We'll have to contact them about that. (laughs) Indigenous Day's People Weekend is upon us. If you're looking for a really fun way to celebrate our beautiful natural heritage, then you can join the Sierra Club, Beautify Southern Illinois campaign, and the U.S. Forest Service at the first annual Shawnee Trash Bash. It's tomorrow, Saturday, and you can enjoy the scenery while picking up litter along trails. You register at noon at the Forest Service office in Harrisburg on 50 South Highway 145. And for more information, you can contact Terry Tracy at 618-683-2161. But it sounds like it's going to be fun. They'll have, like, t-shirts and beverage koozies for the first 100 volunteers You said koozie koozies <laughs> and on oh, and students like sierra club day will go to the first 30 students who register and you can also try to get transportation if you're an siu student you can call paul estivo at 618-457-7170 so fun in the
0: forest. That's tomorrow. Also tomorrow, I don't know if you're aware of it, but October is National Energy Awareness Month.
1: Yes. But <laughs> it
0: also is National Co-op Month. Aha. Uh-huh. So the, um, the national, what is it? Shh. I was going to say national. Our electric, local <laughs> electric co-ops uh. <laughs> are wanting to remind people that you can go online to their website and do a basic home energy audit. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it, EgyptianElectric.coop. And they have on there a way for you to do a home energy audit. This time of the year, right as it's starting to get cold, and of course, October, (laughs) Energy Awareness Month, you should do something. And what that something is, is go through your house and turn off everything. Okay, everything you think is on. Yeah. (laughs) Then go outside and see if your meter is still turning. I can almost guarantee it will still be turning. Yes. Now, you have to track down that energy gremlin or energy phantom or whatever that's sucking the energy and making you pay more than you should be. Yes. And basically, while you're doing this, you should also make an inventory of what stuff do you have plugged in. Um, Generally, when something is plugged into the wall, it's using energy, whether it's on or off. Uh, actual stereo will use more energy in a 24-hour period off on average than on. If you run the stereo for four hours, in the other 20 hours it will use more energy because it's designed to be warmed up and ready for when you want it to be on and pure sound. That's like leaving your car warmed up and ready (laughs) 24 hours a day so it gets the best gas mileage when you hop in it and drive it away.
1: Yeah, leaving it running in the driveway for 20 hours. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, you should do something, put it on a plug strip. Essentially, when you flip that switch, it's the same as unplugging it from the wall. You don't want to unplug everything from the wall, that's a pain in the The 2D.
1: Yeah.
0: So, it is October is energy awareness month, and the National Solar Energy Society has the first Saturday of October every year, the National Tour of Solar. Aha. Uh-huh. And here in Southern Illinois, there Tomorrow is the first Saturday. There will be a tour. Um, there is an article in today's Southern Illinoisan. Solar tour offers look at successful uses of energy features. You get to see um, solar design, wind energy, solar hot water, and solar electric generating system in a variety of buildings. And actually, this year there are two straw bale buildings. Ah. Um, One is a Bell Clinic in Pomona, and one is a house being built right near Unity Point. (laughs) Um, In DeCoin, there's a solar hot water system that they produce all their domestic hot water, meaning regular hot water, but they also use the system to heat their place (laughs) during the winter. So if you want more information on the descriptions of the houses and, well, directions how to get there, it is a self-guided tour. Basically, homeowners are going to open their homes to people and say, here, look at my solar system.
1: Look at my solar system. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually can honestly say that I installed a solar system this week. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> even God had to rest on the seventh day, so I'm taking the day off.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> for more information, go online to aessolar.com. Or you can call 618-893-1717. Or if you are not in Southern Illinois, the National Solar Tour is nationalsolartour.org. And there are something like, I want to say, 10,000 homes nationwide on the tour. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. So in every region... So.
1: Yeah, and when you think about it, too, that's a good sign because, you know, I'm sure not every single solar-powered home is on the tour, so that means there are tens of thousands of solar oh, the, homes th- out there. <laughs> like, re- we don't even know.
0: <laughs> um, the last data I read is 400,000 Yeah. that, you know, people have, t- you know, I don't know how they keep track of that. You know, <laughs> someone does a survey. Yeah. Can you live in a solar-powered home? I don't know. <laughs> you know i mean there's some people who live off grid who don't want yeah. people to know that they have
1: <laughs>
0: you know that they're independent they're like yeah i don't need electric bill yeah <laughs> and i just i just had someone email me the info that they heard that there was a solar tour and they were like can i be on it next year <laughs> or can i be on it this year i was like well it's like in 3 days yeah <laughs> but um Actually, I do have someone who's going to go there. Someone called me from Metropolis, <laughs> and these guys are about 10 miles away. And I was like, well, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can make the connections.
0: It was going to cost them more to run the power line to their home than the solar system. Yeah. So
1: So, they created a new solar system. <laughs> 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 Always fun. Wow, so many hap- tomorrow's going to be a very busy day. Because uh, tomorrow, another happening... The Neighborhood Co-op Grocery is celebrating the local harvest with their annual harvest picnic.
0: It's National Co-op Month.
1: Yes, National Co-op Month, so celebrating that fact and the harvest with the uh, harvest picnic. That's at Turley Park tomorrow. This free potluck picnic and concert is open to the public. Music this year will be played by Josh Pleeman and the Lonesome Drifters. It starts at 5, and there are activities like three-legged races, bobbing for apples, and piñatas for both
0: adults and children. Bobbing for apples is actually pretty hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's harder than you think. You think, oh, there's an apple. I just pick. But then you actually try and <laughs> it gets away from you because <laughs> it's in the water and it floats away. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like apples.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, but when you do finally get it, apples are fun. And they start serving food at 6 p.m. with what is billed as the largest potluck in the region. <laughs> Guests are asked to bring their own favorite dish And the co-op is providing grilled chicken and vegetarian Boca Burgers, a side dish, and a dessert. There will be free beer and wine to guests who show ID, as well as non-alcoholic beverages as well. Yes, for me. (laughs) Yes, and for me, too. So, 7, they've got the music. And it's... So, once again, it's tomorrow...
0: At Turley Park here in Carbondale. I'm going to have to double party it. You know, Saturday (laughs) night is Saturday night salsa for me at Long Branch. Yeah. And so I'm going to have to, like, I don't know. I go maybe go eat, go salsa for a little bit, come back and listen to the music, go back and salsa. I don't know. I get to party hot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be hard. I'm going to go to the men fair for part of the time and go to, and I've got a meeting during the day and I'll go to the co-op thing and.
0: Oh, and I forgot—I have the whole solar tour all and day. And the solar
1: long. tour, yeah, I want to make the solar tour this year.
0: There is a home in Carbondale. Yes. So.
1: I believe I know who. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, otherwise, you can look at the federal building. That is. Yeah. W- or was a poor design of solar, but it is a passive solar design. Yes.
1: Passive solar water. So, do we have any more happenings? Um, I think yeah. we may have one more on your sheet. Brief one. <laughs> oh, I put. <couldn't. laughs> <laughs> uh, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> it's a happening town in Carbondale.
0: People actually let us know. Oop, I didn't grab
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you want to let us know about your happenings, you can contact me at treesong at treesong.org, or my phone number is uh five two five zero six two five. Okay.
0: It Oop. just has a band.
1: Yeah, it's a band playing at Hangar tonight. Uh, I, I mentioned that one because I know someone in it, Lifted. They're playing tonight... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, I was talking about that I went to that unique concern scientists uh, working roundtable, and one of the things that they have just released a report that says you know, even if the most lenient climate change happens, um, the weather in te- um, Illinois in the summer will be equivalent of Texas, <laughs> which sounds nice, except. All our trees cannot handle that weather. Yeah. And, um, and so we like our trees. Yep. So here is actually a news article. Baseball all year round? Northeast U.S. may feel like south if climate change continues, <laughs> says study. The days of mild winters in the northeastern U.S. may be numbered, says a study by the Union of Concerned Scientists. If global warming, if global greenhouse gas emissions were reduced by 3% each year, The average temperature in the nine northeast states would still rise between 3.5 and 6.5 degrees Fahrenheit by the end of the century. But if emissions and resultant climate change are left unchecked, the temperature will actually rise by 12 degrees. Causing the region's weather to begin to resemble the south. And they always say that about the north, you know, resembling the south, which sounds nice. They never say the South is going to turn into a desert. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they should be talking about. Yeah. Places that are 100 degrees in the summer (laughs) are going to be, you know, 112 degrees in the summer all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. If Illinois is turning into Texas, then what's Texas turning into? (laughs) So, anyway. Well, I've, I've been talking, you know, maybe we'll be able to grow those avocado trees here.
0: Remember that news article about the guy who planted all those trees in southern England? Yeah, the olives. He the olives. He was. Pr- he's preparing for global warming. He says, yeah. by the time the trees mature, it should be warmer here.
1: Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. He's a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not an optimist necessarily, but smart.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: So let's see. In other news, oh, I've got to read this one. Bordering on Ridiculous.
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to do that one, but go
1: ahead. (laughs) Yeah. A border fence plan could wreak havoc on the environment. Congress approved a plan late last week to build a 700-mile-long two-layer fence along the U.S.-Mexico border in an attempt to keep out illegal immigrants. It's eliciting... Attempt. Attempt. (laughs) Uh, Good luck to him. Well, bad (laughs) bad luck to him. (laughs) Uh, Eliciting an overwhelming negative reaction from environment environmentalists, and, well, folks with a firm grasp on reality. (laughs) (laughs) The fence is a knee-jerk reaction by Congress. No one really studied the economic impacts, the environmental impacts, says Eddie Aldretti of Laredo, Texas, of the Laredo, Texas-based International Bank of Commerce. The fence would disrupt the fragile desert ecosystem as well as migration routes for scores of species, from snakes to jaguars, critics say. Others worry about private property rights and water rights. Quote, A wall is just going to stand between farmers and ranchers and others who need legitimate access to water, says Republican activist Mike Vickers. Still others find the plan insulting to Mexicans, who share a strong social bond with South Texans and significantly boost the economies of Texas border towns. Oh, and knowledgeable people don't think it will actually stem illegal immigration. <laughs> Straight to the source, Associated Press, 1st of October, 2006. Yeah, it it just sounds like one of those, you know, it it sounds like a joke, like you would make up that they were going to actually do that. But unfortunately, it's no joke. They're planning it.
0: Well, and Mexico plans to build a, you know, 20-mile-long tunnel. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a joke. (laughs) So that's why we can never find a parking space. U.S. population to hit 300 million in October. Now that's a party to happen. As the U.S. population ticks ever closer to the 300 million mark, 299, 800,000 plus and counting, many environmentalists worry that the rising numbers will amplify existing environmental problems. Quote, the U.S. is the only industrialized nation experiencing significant population growth, says Vicki Markham of the Center for Environment and Population. That, combined with America's high rate of resource consumption, results in the largest environmental impact of any nation in the world. Econ- ecolog- ecologists Point out that at current consumption rates, the long-term carrying capacity of the U.S. won't sustain even half of the nation's current population. Maybe that's why we're trying to take over the world, so we'll have enough resources to survive. Yeah. Baby boomers will survive um, at our current, current level. levels. <laughs> Baby boomers, with their relative wealth and preference for big homes and vehicles, are doing more than their part as the highest resource consumers in the nation's and the world's history. The U.S. population doesn't look likely to stabilize anytime soon. It's expected to hit 400 million by mid-century. In case you didn't notice, the world population hit 6.5 billion earlier this year. Feeling claustrophobic? Straight to the source, Christian Science Monitor, twenty sixth of September, and Live Science, the twentieth of September, two thousand and six.
1: All right, let's see. Forgive and let live. Debt for Nature Swap. Swap. Swamp. <laughs> will, swamp. Debt for Nature Swap will protect rainforests in Guatemala. About twenty percent of Guatemala's debt to the U.S. will be forgiven in exchange for forest conservation efforts in the Central American nation. Officials announced this week. It's the largest debt-for-nature swap carried out under the Tropical Forest Conservation Act of 1998, which allows debt owed to the U.S. to be invested in environmental protection. The U.S. government will donate about $15 million towards canceling the debt, and the Nature Conservancy and Conservation International are each contributing $1 million. That money, along with the interest, will erase more than $20 million in debt and interest. Guatemala's newly available funds will then be dedicated over the next 15 years to protecting threatened plants and wildlife in Guatemala's rainforests, mangrove reserves and mountains. quote "The areas protected in this agreement lie in the heart of Mayan civilization and they're home to jaguars, scarlet macaws, harpy eagles, and countless other species," said TNC President Stephen J. McCormick. Straight to the source, The New York Times, 2nd of October, 2006.
0: Well, guess what? <laughs> it has been another exciting and hopefully informative half hour of Your Community Spirit. If you missed any of this, you can go online to our website, yourcommunityspirit.org, and listen to us again yes. for <laughs> you know whatever reason.
1: Or you can tell all your friends, hey, I heard this great
0: story. <laughs> yeah. And because, um, yeah. Doom and gloom with a sense of humor and a slather of insaneness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. We're
1: not say, we're not insane. Everybody else is insane. We're the
0: we're sane ones. Sane ones in the insane world. Yes. So um, I do want to let you know that you can now start eating spinach again.
1: Yes. This Popeye will be pleased.
0: And they tracked it down to some cow poop.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: that's, you know, somehow got sprayed on the field, or they don't know how it got... They just know that three farms nearby the field where they found the spinach was picked have E. coli in the cow poop. Yeah. And so somehow, like, you know, a beetle crawled <laughs> from the cow poop over there or something. Yeah. I don't really know. Or
1: the disgruntled cows
0: were flinging, you know. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of that.
1: Revenge is ours. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, this is going to be a very beautiful weekend. Yes. Get out because there's a lot of happenings
1: wonderful weather wonderful events and we still have the membership drive so if you want to pledge you have your membership to support either this show in particular or just the station in general
0: please let us know that you listen
1: yeah it's good to know because if you let us know you listen we'll say stuff you're interested in (laughs) hopefully
0: Uh, yeah otherwise we just say what we want to say which (laughs) you know is stuff you want to listen to anyway right Uh uh-huh hopefully yeah <laughs>
1: but the number here is four five seven three six nine one
0: and i do have prizes yes or what is it bribes
1: <laughs> bribes rewards
0: yep. um four five seven three six nine one otherwise we'll see you again next week get out into the woods
1: <laughs> yes have fun out there This hour of programming on WDBX Carbondale is sponsored in part by your membership contributions and by The Nightlife. The Nightlife, your arts and entertainment guide, features the Budweiser Entertainment.